that's so funny. Frankie sent me a video of someone climbing up the wall of the Capitol and then falling off like 15 <laughs> feet. <laughs> that was awesome. Good afternoon. I am hearing rumors that Pence and leaders of the coup are planning to arrest and execute President Trump and his followers. Typical move by communist tyrants. <laughs> they will never do it as 80 million plus patriots would react and it would not end well for the commies. But just in case they try, I have my escape pod gassed up and ready. And then it's Lynn Woods in like a car from the 16th century that runs off slave power somehow. <laughs> he was, of course, joined by pow- proud patriots John Moss and Ariel Pink. <laughs> <laughs> The most annoying synth musicians in the world, being any yeah. synth musician at all. Thank you. Yeah, I was, like, looking at John Mouse's Twitter from all this, and it, like, my, like, I've deduced that John Mouse is a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? Uh, Denmark launches children's TV show about man with giant penis. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that, I saw that. It's <laughs> ambiguous whether it's his penis or not. It could be a tail. <laughs> It could be a tail, no, you're, you're not wrong about that. I mean, there's nothing to imply that he, at any point, fucks with it. <laughs> uh, critics condemn idea of animated series about a man who cannot control his penis, but others have backed it. <laughs> Is this the explicit pitch? Uh, I guess so. It's... A uniquely Danish idea. <laughs> this article is titled Denmark, so... <laughs> How about this? Very similar to the man with the gigantic uncontrollable penis. That guy who tased himself to death by tasing his balls. I was going to say, um, <laughs> here at Boomer Death who? Squad, we're a party of patriots. The most important thing to us <laughs> is that our patriots make it home. So we have to give an end memoriam to some of the beautiful, wonderful boys who died last night. <laughs> There's the one guy who is on a parlor. There's a picture of him wielding two AR-15s and a tactical vest that is like boobs are physically sticking out of the sides of like his heart has been so pushed over by cartilage and shit. You'd still be able to shoot him through the Kevlar. (laughs) He had a heart attack in the middle of the rally, just like on the steps or something (laughs) from his Liberty boner. Uh, who else? That's that's a very Homer Simpson uh, move right there. Yeah, there's the guy that brought a taser and tasered himself in the balls until he died, <laughs> on purpose or by accident. <laughs> I, well, he he. I thought he gave himself a heart attack too. I think he, what kills you is the heart attack, but what causes the heart attack is three thousand yeah. volts to your balls <laughs> over and over again. Why was he? Because you didn't put the fucking balls. like was cap like a... on your taser correctly. So you just... was it like a? Oh, so he wasn't like zapping his balls to own the libs. He just like it was like poor uh... trigger discipline. Yeah, yeah. He brought it to beat up the BLM anti-fascist Chuck Schumer and ended up killing right. himself with it. <laughs> Yeah, okay. He I somehow mean, sat one's... on it and it went up his own ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> goodbye to you, brave patriots. Joe Biden has, of course, bravely stepped forward today and announced he's going to do the Patriot Act, too, in <laughs> yeah. response to this. I'm super hyped about the uh, new Gestapo that's about to drop. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's... It'll be a very inclusive Gestapo, though. Yeah. It'll be the most diverse <laughs> Gestapo in American history. 
Muriel Bowser <laughs> was pushing to try and use this as a preface to make DC a state. I think that'd be cool, and, you know, yeah. use whatever you can to try and do that, I guess, but, uh, good luck, buddy. <laughs> you might as well smoke crack. The position's designed so you can. <laughs> you're supposed to. Yeah, you're, <laughs> literally, it's built into it. Speaking of, we should do a, we should do a, uh, episode on that Canadian mayor guy, the Ford Robert guy. Robert Ford, Ford, I was just thinking crack? about him. Yeah, I I remember reading an article about him where, like, a reporter comes to his house and he's just got, like, crack in his pockets. He's talking about smoking crack and then his wife is, like, crying on the couch. He's like, shut up, bitch, and he hits her or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really quite a fucking story. I think he falls down the stairs at some point. That man is the king of Canada. How is he not currently prime minister? (laughs) He's dead. He's dead? He's dead. That's the only thing stopping him. Uh, yeah, I guess... (laughs) I remember when that all happened, he, like, really tried to keep the focus on that he was, like, a big guy and not that he smoked crack. Like, he was on the news being like, yeah, you know, I'm working on my weight. Uh, I'm working with a personal trainer every day. And they're like, well, what about the crack? I'm not freebasing until 3 a.m. every day with a man named Scooter and beating my wife. (laughs) Yeah, me and Scooter and Bubbles... Did you see uh, Lindsey Graham got accosted by protesters at the airport today? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. MAGA people were like, traitor, traitor, you're... Tra-. <laughs> and it's great, because he was one of the most cucked of them. He donated $500,000 of his own personal money to Trump's, like, legal defense fund. <laughs> which is a pittance for these people, because they own blood diamond mines and have pacts with Moloch and everything. But... <laughs> Regardlessly, like among the most cucked for Trump, and he's still the traitor because he didn't stop the steal yeah. or tell them where Chuck Schumer is last night or something. <laughs> the part about that that I like is uh, all the Trump supporters got put on like the no flight list for the weekend, right? They weren't allowed to leave, so they were all just like hoarding at the at the airport waiting for Lindsey Graham. I guess, yeah. There's nothing else to do in that case. They created this situation. Occupied LaGuardia. (laughs) The first general strike of 2021. (laughs) Did you guys see that completely cucked video that Trump posted? Oh, yeah, I did. No movie magic whatsoever. Well, there was a little bit of movie magic, I think, because they didn't let him riff like someone wrote him something put a gun to his head and said you're reading this and then he tried to riff and you can tell that they had to cut between takes like two or three times i think because he just started riffing yeah exactly you can see the cuts but uh he went from going out like stan chara to potentially going out like martin luther king so i guess he decided <laughs> to cut his losses <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I think he definitely did. He looked and sounded fucking neutered. And it was clearly it wasn't even his normal speechwriter. It just sounded like normal fucking pablum from a politician. Yeah. Well, today was the day that Donald Trump truly became president of the United States. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. All these people who have been for like four or five years talking about Donald Trump's tone and like how he's becoming more presidential <laughs> or whatever. I think the presidency is going to become more Donald Trump and not vice versa. I think this is what it is now. It's a 
It's basically a quiz show for everyone to participate in. <laughs> yeah. It's cool that the president got banned from Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. I saw so I saw someone posting saying that uh the social media companies hold all the cards now because if they can ban the president, then what's stopping them from banning you and me? There was never anything <laughs> stopping them from banning you and me. They will ban Why did he you get banned me. from Snapchat? Was he thirst trapping too hard? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he had a private Snapchat account called Long Don. Yeah. They thought that was very unpresidential. Plus, they hate sex workers like Donald Trump. No, he, yeah. he, not not even, not even. He was just turning into one of those e-girls that just, like, shows up <laughs> on the feed that's mixed in with articles that are like, why you should talk to yourself in the third person. And it's just like, it's just, they're just, it's just like a picture of their face. And it's like, Donald, follow me for nothing. <laughs> Donald Trump's going to be the new uh, socialist gun girl. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's gonna take, get no, an He's just fans. taking pictures in like a hoodie with like a cool like <laughs> thick chain necklace that he bought on Etsy. <laughs> corporations that have been uh like saying we endorse democracy and denounce yes the coca-cola corporation (laughs) (laughs) like to say they endorse democracy unions and in no way killed those men in brazil that was an accident and they didn't pay those guys and you can't prove it dole imperial fruit has stood by democracy since our founding yeah the east india (laughs) company proudly (laughs) supports democracy and denounces the cheeto in chief's attempt to overturn it with a bunch of boaters getting domed (laughs) by cops all right i don't know if this is real but i'm gonna have faith and say that it is at olive garden we're all family here our traditions, like unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks, have been enjoyed by many guests from all over the country and throughout the entire political spectrum. It has come to our attention that a few of our guests have taken part in a vicious attack on our nation's capital. In response, Olive Garden has invalidated our never-ending pasta pass for several guests and revoked a lifetime pasta pass from Sean Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not going to go ahead and say that's real, but it feels very real. So. That's that Vanderbilt money, baby. Anderson Cooper <laughs> talking about, how, oh my god, they're staying at the worst Marriott and they can only <laughs> afford Olive Garden. It's like, dude, I can't even afford Taco Bell because the ruling class on your behest has given us nothing the ruling class has made taco bell too expensive exactly and to think sean hannity for years has gone on his show and complained about the unlimited pasta pass democrats and how they think <laughs> money grows on trees <laughs> when will this alfredo autocracy end <laughs> abolish the nanny pasta yeah <laughs> all right do you want to uh introduce us joe Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one left-wing podcast for uh, reporting people to the FBI and CIA. (laughs) I am your host, Joe Buttigieg. (laughs) Uh, I am 
Uh, you should have said Joe McCarthy. I'm Dan McCarthy. <laughs> and I'm Maddie the Mole. Maddie the Mole. I like that. <laughs> that was good. He's our cool hacker guy. <laughs> how many? How many? Uh, how many of these terrorists have you guys uh, found out and reported to the FBI so far? I've personally gotten 15 people fired from the advertising department of Sterling Cooper. Uh, they fired the white Don Draper. He's been replaced with uh, Latino Don Draper. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, you know the Philly DSA? Uh, yes, yes, I do. Noted cult run by, uh, <laughs> what's her name? Gwen Snyder? Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't exist anymore because I snitched onto the FBI. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> of course. Danny Orwell over here. <laughs> <laughs> the Philly DSA is just like that thing where, uh, the cops bust a drug deal and the drug dealers are also cops. <laughs> All right, so I guess uh, let's just do this. Then. Let's just get into the article. So, in the aftermath of Donald Trump's successful coup and takeover of the United States government, <laughs> us patriots are going to be analyzing some of the articles in the uh, before time, before Donald Trump declared the, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, second American Reich and made Logan Paul <laughs> his forever vice president. <laughs> this started, of course, with... Sebastian Gorka poning poor Bob Beckel, some <laughs> Dan Shara looking chicken nugget of a man. Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this week we're bringing you yet another article from WayneDupree.com. Now, this is probably, I think this is like the fourth time we've done an article on this website. And I would just like to say... What the fuck is this website? Every article is like six sentences long. I need to look into who Wayne Dupree is. It's the Cajun pedophile him. gazette. He's a proud <laughs> father of three kids who help give him focus each and every day. Aww. <laughs> That's so nice. He was so the sweet. only guy who successfully changed from gay with the uh, gay conversion <laughs> therapy that makes your bones <laughs> ring like a tuning fork. <laughs> right. So, uh, this article's called, Sebastian Gorka just annihilated poor Bob Beckel. He never saw it coming by Sophia O'Hara. Um, so, it starts out. We all remember Bob Beckel, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of Bob Beckel, personally. Nah. I do. Uh, he was the insufferable liberal on Fox's The Five until another nauseating Democrat, Juan Williams, came along. I've I've seen the show before. I never knew he was supposed to be the dissenting voice. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's the brave liberal who like looked for a black employee to ride home. Yeah, through piggyback. <laughs> uh, so uh, funny you funny you say that, uh, Joe. If you recall, Beckel's time came to an end at Fox when he made some racially insensitive remarks to a black employee. So uh, they they quote here from some other article. Fox offered no details on the case, but a lawyer for the employee said Beckel had stormed out of his office Tuesday when the man, who is a technician, came to do work on his computer, saying he was leaving because the worker was black. So, he walks into his office, and an IT guy is fixing his computer, and he gets so pissed off that he leaves the building. <laughs> the noted liberal <laughs> dissenting voice on Fox yeah. News. <laughs> exactly. Honestly, though, there is that, uh... That lady who accused that teenager of, like, stealing her phone in D.C. today and just started, like, beating the shit out of them. Oh, my Wait, God. What? I saw she went on the news to, like, I don't know, do an interview, and she's just wearing, like, a hat that says daddy. 
and then eventually <laughs> she's just like gail gail enough <laughs> she, like, she had her like tv appearance to be like uh i'm very sorry for being insufferably racist on camera and she was just like shut up you're making me look bad god that's so <laughs> awesome uh so i i had i had never heard of bob beckel so of course i had to i had to do some research into the guy that the liberal that got fired from fox for being racist yeah. um so this is not his first brush with being fired from a news channel or even fox news uh for that matter he was fired from the same show the five in 2015 for quote medical issues with his back but if you ask literally anyone about it personally they say it was because he was an insufferable drunk and a cokehead um so after leaving fox for that he went to cnn for two years until he was fired for the same exact thing being a, dr- a drunk and a cokehead um so i i presumed like i can definitely find footage of this guy being like you know shit-faced on television but <laughs> the only one i could find had already been deleted which uh third eye open i don't know about you guys yeah, this doesn't pass the beckle test you, you, you think we'd, they'd leave it up they'd be like this is the democratic party <laughs> yeah yeah why aren't they running with this guy why doesn't he have a show still on fox <laughs> yeah, where really? he's like i'm gay I'm and like... i hate black people and love democrats <laughs> yeah but um uh, apparently apparently there's like several instances of when he did not know that they were on the air on fox and would just start like cursing and then they had to tell him that he was alive (laughs) but um so after he left cnn he got sober and then he went back to fox until he got fired for the racist stuff (laughs) um (laughs) so i know i'm i'm talking a lot about him but i just wanted to share this this small little excerpt from his book that i found which, which like, really underscores the uh, the liberal commentator at Fox who got fired for racism. But um, amazing. So, some young people, probably college kids, sightseeing in the Big Apple, stop and ask if they can take a group photo with me. Of course, I tell them. I put my cigar down, get to my feet, and take my place in the center of the group. So a recruited Where does he passerby put his cigar down? Shots on a fucking uh, curb? Like <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't explain. Yo, holy shit, you're Bob Bacall! There is nowhere in New York City outside that you should set something down that you're about to put back into your mouth. But also... Even before COVID. The the thought that a single person on the planet Earth would stop him, recognize him, and want to take a picture with him. But he he has to make this lie so that it's a... A bunch of college kids. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of college kids really excited for Bob McCall. Dude, when you go on there and you're like, you know, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are right, and then everyone yells at you for 40 <laughs> minutes, that's, like, really brave and powerful. You're speaking truth to power, bro. Yeah, I put the guys... down my cigar, and they put down their <laughs> avocado toast. Meanwhile, he is actively <laughs> calling the police on them because one of them is, like, you know, Spanish from Spain. <laughs> Uh, when you're a public, when you're a public figure, people see you as a public utility. Like, it's perfectly alright to walk up to you on the street and start asking for favors, for a picture or an autograph, or just to converse. Yeah, I totally (laughs) want Bob Bacall's fucking autograph, man. So this isn't even, like, I'm cool people come up to me, it's like Colossus by Tyler the Creator, it's like, I wish I could just go outside, I'm too famous now. (laughs) Yeah, this is just Stan. (laughs) 
Most people in television savor this kind of celebrity. For me, it's still difficult. <laughs> it happens so now, every day. I go outside and someone's like, Bob Bacall, I want to suck your cock so badly. I'm on my hands and knees begging for Bob's big Bacall. Like, oh Joe, my god. What? You, you're just you're just guessing. You're just guessing this guy's fucking book because <laughs> he, he moves on from that absolute bullshit. And he talks about... Okay, one day not long ago, while walking down the street, I heard a voice going, Bob, Bob, I turned and saw, <laughs> this guy recognizes this guy from behind, somehow. I turned <laughs> and saw back kind of Bob noticeable, though. <laughs> he's very round, he always has suspenders on, he's like 5'2", oh, it no, looks you're right, like, you're right. like, you'd notice him if you saw him. <laughs> I turned and saw a complete stranger trotting toward me with his phone in his outstretched hand. My wife watches you every day, he said. I started to ask him to thank her for me, but he cut me off. I've got her on the phone right now. Can you talk to her? So here he's telling the story about a guy who ran up to him and said, Cuck my wife, please, sir, cuck my wife. <laughs> and that man was Ted cuck Cruz. me. <laughs> uh, I've got her on the phone right now. Can you talk to her? I looked at the guy. You want me to talk to your wife on the phone? He nodded eagerly. Like, like this was the most normal request in the world. Of course, why wouldn't I? I took the phone and said into it, Hi, this is Bob Beckel. So, yes. <laughs> He's making up this fake story. <laughs> about a woman who loves watching him on Fox News get yeah shit on by the uh by the Republicans. Guys, we have to take a lesson from this. One day this podcast is going to get so big that we'll be ordering ordering food somewhere. People will hear our voice and they'll go, "Oh my god, are you Danny from Boomer Death Squad? Can you talk to my wife on the phone?" <laughs> I know you guys only make one episode a week, but uh she listens every day. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you're going to be the first podcaster to ever die of getting shot <laughs> by, like, a fan who's just, like, the words he says, they're few and far, but when they come, they hit, like, a train. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be the CIA, of course. Of course. It'll be the Cuban exile, uh, the doorman at yeah, my exactly. hotel in New York. After you botched the second Bay of Pigs after you're made president. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would, so, uh... I'd, by the way, all of this is just from the preface, like the the prelogue of the book. Like it's the prelude. It's it's like this is like the first two paragraphs. In the first two paragraphs, some guys like, "Yo, fuck my wife," and he's like, "It's really hard to be famous." Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so uh, hard to be me. Again, a man who I've never heard of, and the only time I've heard of him was when I read that he got fired for racism three years ago. Bob got Beckel just from goes Fox out on a... racism as the liberal heel. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. He has his own show, and the first episode, it just opens, and he's standing on his desk with a spotlight, and he just performs Pinocchio Story by Kanye West in full. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. A man who works at the office across the way waves at me as he passes. Beckel, he calls out. I have to say, you're looking excellent. <laughs> you look like you're enjoying life. Yeah, man, this definitely happened. We must stress, this guy is fucking a, a literal sphere. 
Yo, Beckle, my man, looking like you have <laughs> sex, brother. Okay. Looking guy right there. Yeah, this guy fucks. <laughs> Maybe he just meant like last time he was so fucked up that he was like slack jawed and being like carried by five men, so he was looking better. <laughs> last time I saw you, your entire body was stiff with coke rigor mortis. But now you're alive because some intern had to give their life in a ritual sacrifice. That's what's up. No, you, that's why he wears the suspenders. You just pull him back and snap him and he wakes up. Right. Uh, I forgot to mention, he uh, he said he took up the habit of smoking a cigar every single day before a taping of his show. Wow, I've never smoked tobacco before, but I want to be the lamest man who's ever lived. <laughs> yeah. And a dead, he deads his fucking cigarette on the the sidewalk of new york and then puts it down on the ground uh and then picks it up and smokes it again um <laughs> so i smile now thinking about it as the kids rearrange themselves around me for another pose i feel the warmth of the new york sun on my face we snap the photo and the group of college kids drifts away the passerby who took the shot grins at me and says bob i gotta tell you i completely disagree with everything you say but my wife and i you're our kind of liberal, and we're about as conservative as they come. Nodding, I say, <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I heard that. That goes back, Matt, to what you said. <laughs> He's the Fox News viewer's kind of liberal. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? It's, it's, it's a casting call. They're like, all right, who's going to be the guy? Who's going to play the character? We need a round man to say it's okay to be racist. <laughs> Some other guy, there, it's just some other guy now. I got distracted, uh, I got distracted reading about this guy earlier and watched the Five's, uh, Naughty and Nice list for Christmas this year, and, uh, the liberal guy, everyone was making, everyone was, like, naughty list, the Chinese Communist Party, good list, small business owners, but the, 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 really hard the, hitting. the liberal guy was just like, uh, my naughty list is, uh, Joe Exotic, cause he's mean to animals, <laughs> And my nice list is teachers, because they're good. And it's like, yeah, yeah, buddy. And everyone on there was like, I fucking hate teachers. I would hunt them on a pasture if I could. I would. Jesse Waters put himself on his own nice list. Oh, classic. He's it so was just funny. A, it was just a picture of himself. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's that's all I have from his book. I just wanted to put that guy into perspective. Like, now you have a context of basically this guy's entire life. Okay? Um the and, Beckley in perspective. Yeah, and we'll continue on with the article about him. So it says, Well, Beckel recently emerged from his dark cave to cast a stone at Trump, which Sebastian Gorka brilliantly smacked down. Check it out. So this article is entirely about a two-tweet exchange. It's literally just about a Twitter beef. WayneDupree.com, the number one amphetamine psychosis website on the right. I, I mean, there's just like parody in Minecraft. Every person who writes for this is the shadow people that are haunting your friends <laughs> and family. hundred percent. All right. So, so here's the tweet. Robert Beckel says, Gorka, please shut up. He's, he's replying to some Gorka tweet. Gorka, please shut up. We've had to read your ridiculous support of the maniac. Why don't you just admit he lost and get out of here? And then he signs it, Bob Beckel. I, I love when they sign their tweet. What a pimp. He thinks he I love... sent an email to Gorka. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His, the man's username is Robert Beckel, and then his fucking display name is Robert Beckel, but he still has to sign his tweets. Just in case. Just in case you weren't aware that this was coming from the desk of Robert Beckel. 
And then <laughs> the way they respond to this. Yeah. So, <laughs> Gorka, Sebastian Gorka, Dr. G, replies and he says, Thanks for the quote tweet. Thought you died long ago. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Which, when I brought up Robert Beckel to my dad earlier today, he also thought that he was dead. <laughs> I would assume that the round man who's no longer on TV has died because he got yelled at too much. And he eventually popped yeah. like a balloon. I'd say it's a pretty safe assumption. There is a there is a weird Fox News uh, Princess Bride redoing where he was a uh, Wallace Shawn and he they made him actually drink poison and he died. <laughs> I am a Sicilian. Sicilians never lose. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, this <laughs> this article finishes up here. Yowza. That's got to <laughs> hit pretty close to home for old Beckel, considering he was practically wiped off the political realm with his shameful departure from Fox. You should have just stayed in your hole, Beckel. Well, it's like Fox got the last pick at him after every other network had let him have a racist cocaine-filled binge and kill an intern <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. Eventually, the Democrat networks need to move these people down because they have so many losers they need to prop up. We need to give Amy McGrath a primetime spot for the next two years explaining how to win <laughs> to Democrats. We need John Kennedy III to prepare for his presidential bid in 2024 by getting a show called like boston's finest libs or something i don't know i don't care <laughs> jfk jr to seize power yeah beckles career is uh is not unlike the seminal rapper eminem but it was cut short you know he had a string of hits all fucked up he went to rehab he came back went to fox made the uh, relapse made relapse was all kind Got of crazy fat. again yeah but didn't get to make recovery they just didn't let him finish it off <laughs> A terrible tragedy, a terrible tragedy. Well, if it yeah. makes you feel any better, Beckel, uh, I guess Osof will no longer be taking your job in 10 years. Or he still will be, <laughs> but it'll be more like 15. Because somehow, yeah. that guy is now in the Senate, which rocks. <laughs> he just made, like, documentaries about Africa before, I think. Yeah, he was uh, the absolute caricature of, like, the academic liberal. Who <laughs> just, like, does right. whatever he wants and just, like, does art. And now he's Where's a senator. Tweed? So whatever. You know. No senator has any actual power and he has to bend to the will of the powers that be, but uh not that he's uh not completely comfortable doing so already. Of course, of course, but you know, it's better than Lawfler, just like, you know, the oh, richest absolutely. person in the Senate just taking the seat. She looks like someone who would come into my job and give me a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> so in closing, uh, Sebastian Gorka totally owned Robert G. Beckel when these two very round, very conservative men, uh, one told the other to shut up and the other said, I thought you were dead, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Gumby shirt that said friends with Bendafits and it's a picture of Gumby and his horse and the application. 
or the implication <laughs> is definitely that Gumby fucks his horse. <laughs> Gumby and poke Gumby was poking Pokey. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, would you vote for Gumby? Ah, uh, yeah, I'd vote for Gumby. Gumby, you know, he's been played by scandal in the past, but as of recent, I think he's really fallen in line. He's learned to become accountable. Well, and yeah, I think he'd be a great leader. After the Me Too thing where 53 di- separate women accused Gumby of uh, sexual assault, but then he got them all to sign NDAs so we could never get any more information. Yeah, absolutely. And they ad- they said, Gumby, will you release these women from the NDAs? And he said, no, you know, it's their right as women to sign an NDA. And they, they did. And that's that. And that's all we have to talk about. I'm going to be the head of the DNC. My name is Gumby. Yeah, Joe Biden has already been weighing appointing uh, Gumby to the head of the DNC. Yeah. Did you see that Josh Hawley's book got canceled? Uh, I did. Yeah. His teeth enter the room before him. Oh, you have to be a real... All right, I'm back. You have to be a real sicko to read a politician's book. Generally speaking... <laughs> I came back at the right time. Yeah, <laughs> welcome back. Uh, you have to be a real <laughs> sicko to read a politician's book. Generally speaking, they exist as a way for the party to enrich its, like, star members. Like, someone will release a book called, like, The Hope of Change, and then the Democratic Party will automatically buy 300,000 copies of the book and just ship it around. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Republican Party does the same thing. I mean, that's why Donald Trump Jr. is a bestseller. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why using uh, capital to judge art will never work, because... On paper, Donald Trump Jr. is the most successful author in America or something. <laughs> Honestly, he probably speaks to more people than most American authors, though. He's definitely more so than, like, David Frum. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, should we get into the second half? I suppose so. Let's dig in, boys. All right. Uh, so, so uh, I'm going to presume that the listeners have heard the news of the... Uh, rushing of the capitol building the capitol was stormed it was funny Uh, that's the only (laughs) acceptable take to have (laughs) i don't know but folks but folks the reason why okay we're going all the way back here the reason why the capitol was stormed was this this a little company called dominion voting incorporated or something along those lines Um, dominion voting systems Ah, yes, yes. More words, right. Um, So, Trump has been uh, (laughs) calling Dominion, uh, yeah, Democrat, whatever, switched hundreds of millions of votes. Yeah, yeah, the whole (laughs) whole basis of the steal in the uh, Trump camp's eyes for at least the last month has been these Dominion-backed voting machines that were used all over the country that probably suck shit because all voting machines in America suck shit. Yeah. And, uh... Their general take was that Chuck Schumer and Barack Obama used necromancy to revive Hugo Chavez (laughs) so Venezuelan (laughs) computer scientists could design this voting system to, I don't know, make sure Donald Trump doesn't win Georgia by exactly 10,000 votes. Yeah, yeah. Um, So... We have the culmination of uh, of that in in this article here. Um, Dominion sues Trump lawyer Sidney Powell for defamation. For defamation, this is by AP, uh, but we're it's in the Daily Mail, um, which is a noted right wing rag. So it's yeah. probably going to be very sympathetic to Sidney. But either way, this is uh, this oh, is yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. What ki- what kind of mail do you get every day? Ads. 
(laughs) You don't want the Daily Mail. So, uh, it starts out here. Dominion Voting Systems filed a defamation lawsuit against Sidney Powell on Friday, seeking at least $1.3 billion for Powell's wild accusations that the company rigged the presidential election for President-elect Joe Biden. Dominion brings this action to set the record straight, the company said in the suit filed in federal court in Washington. Powell has for weeks claimed without evidence of the election <laughs> that the election technology vendor, whose vote-counting equipment was used in several states, was part of a scheme to steal the election for President Donald Trump. Uh, now, I may be mis- mistaken, but didn't Sidney Powell, like, leave the Trump legal team a couple weeks ago and, like... Oh, no. No, they <laughs> fired her. Yeah, she started pursuing, like, the Kraken and all the crazy individual personal civil suits, and, uh... Wait, that was why they fired her? I thought that was, like, half Rudy Giuliani's thing. (laughs) Well, of course it was half Rudy Giuliani's thing, but then at a certain point they were like, okay, if we cut her off, we're cutting off probably the worst of it. Right. No, that's true. You know, America's mayor still in some deep recess of his mind thinks he can be redeemed. Right. So, even though trial by combat. So, she got owned from the campaign. She's not allowed to do it on the campaign anymore. And she's getting sued for this. Yes. So, uh, it goes on, the company's CEO, John Paulos, told Axios on Monday that Dominion is exploring similar suits against Trump and others, so... A Greek man ends with (laughs) os. I'm sure that's going to go great. They're gonna hang Stavros in the streets. (laughs) When I was looking up articles of him, half of them were titled, like, The Greek Man, behind (laughs) Dominion. The Greek, evil Greek, bastard Greek. (laughs) It's awesome. Uh, We're becoming more and more Turkish as a society as we see Greek as an insult. So, uh, Powell has been representing Trump in a series of unsuccessful lawsuits filed to contest the uh, election outcome. She has claimed that the company was created created in Venezuela to rig elections for the late leader Hugo Chavez and that has the ability to switch votes. I love that. Like, yeah, dude, the... uh, the Batista regime was real great <laughs> before Hugo Chavez. They definitely needed to cheat to get elected. <laughs> yeah. I think Batista uh, was Cuba, right? Batista? Ah, what was this asshole named? Uh, John uh, English, president of Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the f- it's a it's a Canadian company. <laughs> I like the f- I like that. Like can- Canada developed uh, a vote. Canada's just stealing. Venezuela North. Uh, right. It was Caldera. It was Caldera. Okay. Well, insert that into previous bit. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I honestly think there's a little bit of credit maybe to the Venezuela thing, considering uh, Castro is Justin Trudeau's true father. I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to put it out there. Well, Castro rigged the election for Justin Trudeau in Canada against the conservative pig man because it was his turn to be in charge. Uh, He did it because he felt bad for his son. That's why Justin Trudeau lost the popular vote but maintained the premiership. Some daddy magic. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so... uh, Let us be clear. There is no way Justin Trudeau is nearly as good at baseball as uh, Castro. (laughs) Yeah, or fucking. Yeah. Or leading a country. (laughs) Alright, so it goes on. Nearly all the legal challenges from Trump and his allies have been dismissed by judges, including two tossed by the Supreme Court, which includes three Trump-nominated justices. 
The company said they're... Uh, I love the way that works. Like, no, they're supposed to be my friends. <laughs> they're supposed yeah, right? to help me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this is the spider eggs hatching and devouring the mother. <laughs> the company said there are mountains of direct evidence that conclusively di- disprove Powell's vote manipulation claims against Dominion, namely the millions of paper ballots that were audited and recounted by bipartisan officials and volunteers in Georgia and other swing states, which confirmed that Dominion accurately counted votes on paper ballots. Dominion said when it formally told Powell her claims were false uh, and asked her to retract them, she doubled down using her Twitter account with more than one million followers to amplify the claims. <laughs> All right. Now we enter this character with one of the greatest names I've ever heard in my life. All right. Eric Coomer, Dominion's <laughs> security director. That's so unfortunate. <laughs> already has sued Powell, Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani, and the president's campaign for defamation after he was driven into hiding by death threats. He was driven uh, into hiding by people just posting Coomer memes at him, probably. Yeah, no, but here's the thing, though. This guy matches up to, like, in relation to this whole thing, the whole situation he's in, he is the Coomer meme. It's perfect. So, conservative columnists and news outlets also were named in Coomer's lawsuit, filed in Colorado, where the company is based. So, now we're going to get into the case of Eric Coomer. Uh, I'm reading from an NBC... The sticky situation of Eric Coomer. (laughs) I'm reading from an NBC News article about him here. Eric Coomer, security director at the Colorado-based Dominion Voting Systems, said he wants his life back after being named in false charges as a key actor in rigging the election for President-elect Joe Biden. His lawsuit, filed Tuesday in District Court in Denver County, Colorado, names the Trump campaign, lawyers Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell, conservative columnist Michelle Malkin, the website Gateway Pundit, Newsmax, and One America News Network, and Colorado conservative activist Joseph Altman. Uh, so... Coomer's name first got public exposure in a podcast by Altman, who claimed to have heard a strategy call of Antifa activists. When the prospect of a Trump victory was brought up, Altman said a man identified as, quote, Eric from Dominion, supposedly said, don't worry about the election, Trump is not going to win. I made fucking sure of that. (laughs) (laughs) I do love the idea that this did happen and this guy's just some idiot. Like, yeah, man, I fucking did it. (laughs) I did it by myself. Yeah. Uh, in an opinion piece written for the Denver Post, Coomer wrote that he has no connections to Antifa, was never on any call, and the idea that there is some recording of him is wholly fabricated. I love that, too. No one has any connections to Antifa. I'm sure this, what, business CFO for a billion-dollar government voting firm is certainly not in any way anti-fascist. He hates (laughs) Antifa. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The government is fucked. That's the point. Yeah. Like, so, if they photoshopped pictures of, of him at uh, the Autonomous Zone in Portland. <laughs> uh, so it goes on. Altman also claimed that Coomer made anti-Trump comments on Facebook. The lawsuit acknowledged that Coomer made comments critical of the president on his private Facebook page. Again, the champions of free speech here, <laughs> crying to ban people from, from Facebook for being mean. No, exactly, exactly. It's so great. <laughs> uh, 
Altman's charges spread after he was interviewed by Malkin and Gateway Pundit. Eric Trump tweeted about them. <laughs> OANN and its White House correspondent Ch- Chanel Ryan reported on them. Powell, misidentifying Coomer as working for Smartmatic, said at a news conference that Coomer's, quote, social media is filled with hatred for Trump. And she later repeated her charges in a Newsmax interview. Yeah, this guy hates Trump, and that is proof that he personally rigged the election for Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, this is this is probably my favorite part of this. Giuliani at a news conference called Coomer a vicious, vicious man. He wrote horrible <laughs> things about the president. He is completely warped. <laughs> completely warped. Coming from, again, one of the men who did 9-11, a very, very <laughs> brave statement. Yeah. Um, so Allegedly like, in Minecraft. Cut that in. <laughs> Not getting sued yeah, okay. by fucking Giuliani. <laughs> I will. I just like, I just like the, the thought that, like, this thing starts with one, like, obscure conservative asshole, and then it whispered down the lanes all the way to Giuliani, who calls him a vicious, vicious, warped man on live television. It's like, that's just how conservative politics work. Yeah, it's just a guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's cool that it went this far, because, of course, the conservatives are going to contest basically any election that happens from now until the end of time. We've already seen in 2000 that they're more than capable of flipping an election when they don't like the results, and it's close enough, which is the perfect cudgel for the Democratic Party to say, vote blue no matter who, otherwise we are going to have President Vincent Fuchsia. Not to mention the uh, thousand-year Reich of the conservative Supreme Court right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're going to try and do it when we win our mayoral election. They're going to use this podcast (laughs) to try and do it. Uh, yeah, earlier prevail. today, Joe Manchin already came out against the $2,000 checks. Oh, yeah. Hard against it. Hard against it. And he's hardly the only Democrat I'm worried about going against it. Even assuming you get a flip like Hawley, and again, fat chance on that because we're trying to also impeach Josh Hawley before the next Congress. <laughs> right. We're not going to get the 2000 vote. It's the perfect cudgel. Conservative Democrats just got so much power. And the Conservative Party is in the perfect situation for 2022. The Democrats yep. are going to control every house of government that is elected, and they are going to be unable to do a goddamn thing. 50% yep. capability-wise, 100%, it's designed that way. And uh, it's it's all because of QAnon. <laughs> just yeah. not letting the Republicans take those two Senate seats. Uh, which let's let's uh, get a little bit more into QAnon here, right? We're gonna finish up the article. Um, Coomer told the Associated Press earlier this month that right-wing websites posted his photo, home address, and details about his family. Death threats began almost immediately. Yeah, you get doxxed quick as hell if you make the Pepe's angry. That's their whole oh, yeah. deal. He said his father, an army veteran, received a handwritten letter asking, how does it feel to have a traitor for a son? A handwritten <laughs> letter, oh my god. So you know, this is some person who couldn't use a computer. Yeah. This is just how they communicate with people still. Sideshow Bob. Took real long to write a letter. <laughs> Sideshow Bob sending Bart, die, Bart, die in his own blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, it's German, it means the, Bart, the. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, last, uh, last sentence here. 
It's terrifying, Coomer said. I've worked in international elections in all sorts of post-conflict countries where election violence is real and people are getting killed over it. And I feel that we're on the verge of that. So here he says, I kind of feel like what we do to other people in other countries. Yeah, well, I mean, rest assured, listeners at home, there will be no noteworthy election violence unless the CIA is paying the people and sending them over there with a head yeah. full of LSD to be executed the next day by a cop. Or a lone gunman. Every cop's just a lone gunman with a badge. Exactly, they're all just Rambo. That's the funniest thing, whenever you see a cop doing anything, they just, like, are Rambo, and then the Capitol protest happens, and they're like, I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they literally could have, like, nose-booped that lady from climbing through the window, but they just, like, fucking shot her in the throat. Did you see also there were, like, first—this was their first term, Texas congressmen who had brought guns to the uh, confirmation <laughs> meeting who were joined with the cops to defend the room from the MAGA horde. Oh what my the God. fuck? So it's not said anywhere, and I can't tell from the video who shot, but there's also a possibility a first-term Texas congresswoman <laughs> domed that lady as opposed to a cop, and people are just like, yeah, it was a cop, she, you know— yeah. You can see the muzzle flash in the video. It is one of the Secret Service. Nah, like, I don't you believe you. You can see which you. gun uh, the bullet comes from. It's a first-term <laughs> Texas congressman. It's, um, yeah, that's a deep fake. Yeah, it's a deep fake. <laughs> it, she was fucking, she was bump-firing her pistol. Yeah. <laughs> it is great, though. She was, like, in the Air Force and then just, like, such a big Q person that she thought the Air Force was literally doing Project Kraken. <laughs> be so into it like you can't come over here i'm gonna go over she, there she thought she was a double agent yeah i do feel bad for her in yeah. a way because like no one else got shot yeah, yeah. Some fucking crazy lady everyone else who died just like had heat stroke because they haven't drinking water in 30 <laughs> years or again <laughs> tased their balls until they died <laughs> the, the then, u.s government is still doing naruto policies they're killing the enemies we need to move to boruto policies where you send them to a school and they just learn and then they're set free <laughs> <laughs> absolutely boruto huge supporters of the uyghur movement we're uh, still sealing people in the moon. Yeah. We need to we need to send them to class. All right, boys. Well, no, there's a lot of content up. here. There's probably a lot to cut. Uh, <laughs> Don't cut the Gumby part. Definitely good luck to Dan. Definitely talk about <laughs> us fucking Gumby like we did earlier. I don't think we fucked Gumby in our bit. I think it I think it was a well-done bit. I think we both kept it together really well. Well, I can't wait to hear that. All right. Well, you know what, folks? Thanks for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can yeah. follow us on Twitter at BoomerDeathPod. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. And I've been Matt. Goodbye, Patriots. <laughs> See ya. Toodaloo. Look outside the window, there's a woman being grabbed. They've dragged her to the bushes, and now she's being stabbed. Maybe we should call cops and try to stop the pain. But Monopoly is so much fun, I'd hate to blow the game. And I'm sure it wouldn't interest anybody outside of a small circle of friends. Riding down the highway, yes, my back is getting stiff. Thirteen cars have piled up there, hanging on a cliff. Maybe we should pull them back with our towing chain But we gotta move and we might get sued And it looks like it's gonna rain And I'm sure it wouldn't end
interest anybody outside of a small circle of friends. Sweating in the ghetto with the colored and the poor, the rats have joined the babies who are sleeping on.